Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for giving us this day and thank you for giving us our daily bread. Thank you for forgiving us as we forgive each other. And thank you for not leading us into temptation. But thank you for delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. You'll notice that this is an even um, more different way of um, thanksgiving. And it's always right and just to give thanks in every time, at every possible moment. And so simply by doing that from our hearts and souls is the most important place, you know, authentically in the soul and as well as, you know, with our prayers too. And this is the Lord's Prayer. It's very traditional. But in this one, as you can hear, it's a very thanksgiving version of this. And we need to be open um, to be led by the Spirit obediently um, to go with that, with the new creation and the ways in which we need to do things. It's important to maintain the tradition, but also to think of the new creation as well and to work with that. And so that's a Thanksgiving um, Lord's Prayer. And we're coming up on Thanksgiving Day and it's very good to have these days as, you know, um, a particular day like Christmas Day, a particular time like Advent leading up to Christmas Day. And then before that as we have this thanksgiving day but every day is a day to give thanks every day is the advent it's the deepening of the coming of christ every day um is christ mass it should be on mass within ourselves and not just looking to the outside the corona as to what that means like people lots of people getting together in a mass no it should be on mass in terms of every cell of our entire body of our entire being on mass the cells of our body every part of ourselves on mass um should be about christ so looking forth to that um wishing everyone that gets this um, a wonderful week ahead and do join us on um saturday for the introduction over on um, Facebook on the profile there you'll be able to join in for a gathering and we will be going through the introduction of the nine day nativity advent prayer set now it's a set of nine prayers in other words it's like a novena um, nine lots of prayers and they're all focused around the nativity from Mary's Annunciation all the way forward and we will walk through that God willing every single day for nine days and God willing should it um, go the way intended it will actually finish up just on the day that actually precedes the feast of the Immaculate Conception of Mary how amazing is that again it wasn't planned to to happen like that it just happens it just it is in one of these other occurrences so divine providence again very amazing we're following on with the book A Christmas advent nativity um prayer set and journal so it will be live it'll be that live um don't go ahead and purchase the book just yet until i'm absolutely sure that the publishers have got all the edits um right and that it is absolutely the final piece because um they seem to have been uh undergoing some sort of um, issues with regards to the pandemic and that's absolutely okay believe 100% and give thanks for this 
because God always has a plan, like a bigger plan to do things in a different way. And it might just be that we establish this in this way this year and then it's out fully for next year. But again, it's not just about that one set period in time, like November to December and then Christmas there on the 25th. It's something that's important every single day of the year entirely. So that being said, do join us anyway on the Human Timeline event for uh, this on Sunday the 29th but preceding that as I said the introduction on the Saturday the 28th and it's 4pm United Kingdom time here in Scotland and you can join back at any point there. If you've already got a book um, and it has not got the edits in it due to this what's going on with the pandemic please do let me know send us your details and we can get an edited version out to you as soon as we can. Thank you so much and enjoy this time ahead. This is the final piece of um, this. Who placed that robe on you? And this is part four. This is the final of all of the parts to the book, Who Placed That Robe On You? It's available as an ebook, And we have gone through every single part of the book so that <clears throat> it's open to everyone and people can access it in many different ways. And so... This one is the Wednesday version for um, this particular book. And um, we also have the other book out, which we'll be going over um, on the Sunday, this Sunday, actually, the 29th. In fact, we've got an introduction on the 28th, on Saturday, the 28th at 4 p.m., and then on Sunday at 4pm, still God willing, we will have the live Facebook over on my profile. And that will be going through live the actual book, the paperback book, which is um, the Christmas Advent um, prayer set and journal. And we'll be able to share that together in journal and um, actually be involved in that together and engage in it together. Now, I understand with the pandemic that the books aren't getting out. In fact, um, I was due to be sending another copy out very shortly. And I do think there have been copies that people have been purchasing, but they may not be the edited versions that are getting to them because I checked up, and I do think it's to do with the pandemic, but I checked up on the publishing site and it's got like a previous date on it but yeah I have edited it since then and um I don't know what it's doing so what we'll probably do is we will be able to as I say engage with it for free on Facebook and if you let me know if you've got a copy and that it's one of the ones that are kind of an earlier copy then I can get your address and send you out a new one or an updated one. And in the meantime, we're going to continue on with this, but do join me at 4pm. Obviously, that's United Kingdom time. So um, you can check on the world clock to get the right time for you, for where you are joining us from. 
and that's 4 p.m. and I'll give you a link as well on here so that you can go and join that. So that's this Sunday. Okay, so back to this, um, we're going to look at where we left off from. And we were really looking at the, the different um, ways that we could remember and the practical tips that we could stay in remembrance of the robe of righteousness that we we're supposed to be resting in. And those were prayer every day, completing this journal mindfully with the dedication and full commitment that's really required. Um, read the Bible in particular areas of the righteousness of God and add any extra pieces of prominent scripture you find useful to the journal. Then it was listen to the podcasts on here on Love Lighthouse that are already available on the righteousness of God. We covered this over three consecutive Fridays and you can get access to those great podcasts. They are so good. And then there's place the words clothed in God's robes of righteousness on your mirrors or somewhere very prominent where you'll be able to see them like on a wall in front of you. And maybe you work at a certain area, maybe you are um, used to using some devices. So maybe you could put it on your device in terms of wallpaper, that kind of thing. Um, and make the words your home screen well right okay so that's what i just said get a friend so you can see i'm kind of reading some of these from the actual book itself so get a friend to ask you each day are you clothed in the righteousness robes as god commands so even having um friends help you with checkpoints as well is really good i've gone ahead and i've listed different places that you can actually find out more about god's robe of righteousness you can go ahead and find those in um, the book and it says here in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh so this is what we kind of left off from i said you could go and find out more about this in um, particular piece of scripture and it's from matthew 26 44 and it's also in revelation 16 15 in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments lest he walk naked and they see his shame Okay, so because people are in this cycle of life, <clears throat> every single person will have to deal with this and will have to go through an ascension process. If you're not wary of this, if you're not making sure that you're, rend you're I was going to say rending your garments, make sure that you are um, getting your, your heart and keeping your heart and your soul in check, in other words, making sure your internal garment is the robe of righteousness in God, then because of the world and the way that you're um, every single person and you are brought into this life and what you have to go through in terms of the ascension process, you could be left out coming very short if you don't understand what you're doing, if you don't understand the process and what you need to do with regards to it. So it's essential to make sure that you're wearing that robe of righteousness. You do not know when Jesus will come when he will judge you in a particular way and if you're not able to stand that type of judgment it can be really quite detrimental so we're really looking at um justice ultimately and um, with the robe of righteousness and making sure that you are in a healthy place so that's obviously mentally but that as well as spiritually, we know that the next step is mentally. But people, there are so many people that have actually not just got a spiritual deficit, they've got a mental deficit. And therefore, because of these two deficits first, 
they have then got themselves a physical deficit, a physical problem. So to be able to clear any problems physically, you have to look into the mental arena. To clear that mental arena, you have to look into the spiritual arena. Everything relates back to God and your standing with God. So we're going to look down at this and I'm on page 66 here. The main point is that no one knows the times that God will decide upon and we can't gain heads up about certain things um, and um, we can ask for wisdom. We can actually get um, heads up about certain things rather. Um, and we can ask for wisdom and clarity to better co-create with Christ in the way in which we live our lives. When we are called to do something, it's far better to walk in obedience by the narrow door than to pick up the pieces through repentance. And yet nothing is ever wasted though. But how closely we can follow in faith it gives not only power to the kingdom and helps more than just us, but it gives us a sense of comfort and even joy when we know we did the best we could. I was informed in a very careful way about meeting up with, okay, so I like assumed this was a tryst um, that was being carefully um, directed or orchestrated through God um, with the Royal Scots Fusiliers to be able to um, lay the wreath at a certain time, right? Um, and I was also informed in scripture last minute like really last minute to take nothing so um this is all about the remembrance sunday event like at the time i had planned myself even with god this is what i'm going to do this is what i want ready for this time etc i want to make sure i have these wreaths ready for this and that was all set in place everything was so organized but last minute jesus showed up in a new way i did not know the time or the hour I was like, whoa, and it just hit me because it was like the scripture was clearly coming up time and time again. I do not want you to take anything. In other words, I was supposed to be there, meet up and um, stand there with them, um, beside them and uh, witness the placing down of the wreaths there uh, without taking the extra ones now maybe god had uh, say god to let other people understand so your inner wisdom your inner knowing yes it is god but that's um, our communion with god that gives us the heightened wisdom so again it's not looking at the way things are usually done by others but it's it's placing god first and that's the sovereignty there so um having all those scriptures come to me about not taking anything was so last minute because I had planned everything that I was going to be doing up to that point. And then things changed. Like Jesus showed up in that um, entire situation very quickly and very prominently. Now, because I was baffled by it, and I know I've got the mercy and righteousness of God, that I can still walk through and do what I'm going to do. I could take the kitchen sink if I wanted. And because of God, like, that would be a new way of doing things. It might be on a lower, humble level but it would be still acceptable to God for me to do it. The ultimate thing was that there was God's will and there was a way which was um, higher in terms of expectation and that I was actually um, to allow for everything to come together 
um, more thoroughly for me um, and for everybody there that day. So that is such an interesting way that God just shows up last minute. And that's how you just do not know the day or the hour. So you have to be ready and be careful about these things so that you can bring everything together um, really well in that surrender. Okay, so how closely we can follow in faith gives not only powers, I say, to the kingdom and helps more than just us, but it gives us a sense of comfort and even joy when we know we did the best we could. Now, that time was a bit baffling. Um, couldn't really get my head around it. And so what happened happened. It still went really well, um, but it could have gone even better if I was ready at that moment, split second, just to drop everything and change the plans um, and know that that was like divinely orchestrated in that way. But in the righteousness anyway, and in the faith of God, knowing I could have grace and mercy, I took the wreaths and went out at a certain time. I felt called, well, I took one wreath and then I took the rest later. I felt called to place the wreath though. And so I knew there was two particular ways to go about it. And I did, and I followed that set way. Um, I ended up also feeling called to stand at the opposite end of where um, it was placed as well at one point. And so um, our Royal Scots Fusiliers walked in at the exact time and placed wreath beside mine. Um, yet I was there. I was just over the other side by that point. Um, in any case, I know God will use everything. And, um, and I do believe I have the grace for that because it was quickly arranged and I know I will learn from it. And at the same time, you know, God makes everything perfect. So we can still have faith. Oftentimes too, there are reasons why things occur in certain ways. Like ultimately, um, I'm just going to go off this in a minute from the book onto my own um, discussion on this. But ultimately, where we can and however possible, it's important to be ready and clarity and surrender in God, God's will helps. Um, so, so understanding, so, so understanding. Okay. If I didn't know all that, if, for example, I hadn't, um, that particular desire to get everything ready right then and right there, like two weeks ahead of time or whenever it was, um, I may not have had those items ready for after the main event. And so sometimes when we get like a desire to plan something one way, but then, um, you know, God changes the script and it's like, no, don't want you to take anything. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Or I want you to do this instead. It's because that had you not organised for the other, um, it wouldn't be ready in time for even after the particular um. Uh, focal point or destination that had been rearranged into that time so there's often rearrangements and things that will occur but it's just so that we're kind of maybe at times like extra prepared as well so there's different reasons why these kind of changes can occur last minute but it all always works out but the prayer and meditation for this is this and I want you just to listen carefully and then afterwards just stop the broadcast, press pause and then write your journal piece for it and then come back on. Have you had times 
when you got a word or a new idea spiritually in prayer or even biblically and the turnaround just seemed so quick. You didn't know how to meet the new expectations quick enough. Okay, so just take time to think about that. Just press pause. Okay, so again, have you had times? All right, so going back to that if you need to. And so how can you be ready next time, yet also remain restful and peaceful upon the situation in his robe of righteousness? See, that last question is a beautiful um, peace-giving question. The peace of Christ is all over that because, you know, the first one talks about expectations and how to be ready quickly. But the second one is, is that just, you know, that covering layer of protection and that it's okay. God's robe of righteousness can take us along the path but we can do that at our pace. Although Jesus might turn up, might change things quickly. There might be a particular orchestration occurring and you might not get it. You might just not get it at the time, but God gives us grace to be able to, but also gives us grace to be able to figure it out at a later point or um, whatever it is that we need to do. Very important. The pandemic and the impact on the robe of righteousness. So now we're looking at something that's a little bit more timely in this particular timeline of events, of course. Um, the United Kingdom have had this pandemic as well as the entire world um, since the beginning of, or well, not long after the beginning of this year. March really kind of took um, in set place here in the United Kingdom um, and of course we know that it started around about January um, in other parts of the world maybe before who knows but certainly January um, that we know of. Now with regards to that how has that impacted the robe of righteousness? Now one thing that we said at the beginning was how being placed among thorns can lead to distractions and even the pandemic situation can become a distraction okay so when we talked about our community or politics or anything that we might place you know yeah um for me on Monday's recording I'm actually recording this on Monday straight afterwards and I've, I've just taken my notes so the Monday recording and broadcast um really talked about um like um 
you know, what times have we placed the world or community politics or anything ahead of Jesus, you know. And um, I put sometimes a concern with the pandemic, not placing it before Jesus so much, but just more um, prominence has maybe been given to it um, at times and perhaps could be. Um, so that was my answer in my journaling. And then we had the question, what steps can you take to overcome this next time? And I put, you know, stand in the faith of God and his righteousness and pray for wisdom and clarity, you know, in the moment and in that time. And then we want on to like what we could do to remind us to stay in that robe of righteousness. Um, but we also talked about how there was the woman that came, this all came from like, the woman came from a particular community and they weren't, that community were not seen as like lost sheep as such. They weren't these delicate lost little lost lambs or sheep. They were um strong, vital people, like um a community that was um, you know, pretty sturdy. But people could still do no matter where they are with more of Jesus, because we're all ascending no matter where we are. And so um instead of getting distracted by, you know, these thoughts of, well, we're not delicate little lambs or, you know, um you know, we still um, seem to kind of like get a lot of this right not being distracted by that or even um, distracted by things like what the community um, have got set in their mind that they're going through like the pandemic like if that becomes a god or an idol within itself then there's a problem like the main one that we should be putting first is god so it should be god and here's the reasons that we're setting apart not because of the pandemic the pandemic is not supposed to be our god or our idol um it's god <laughs> we're supposed to put for us so here's why we're doing this we're doing this for god not for the pandemic so you can see how the government have made a bit of a and a god if you like out of the pandemic we do not want to go down that route we do not want to do that it's really dangerous to do that not just for our own safety and health but for others there's a fine balance we have to um, understand that God is giving us wisdom and clarity and the government is following that in terms of um, here's what's going to keep us safe but we do need to make more of an issue of stating that of the godly presence that's what's important that's what's driving it as well as science etc too um, but not putting it first now um, so we just pray if the um, government will be able to understand and follow that um through and explain that in more um eagerness and ability. But um that type of thing where there's an issue that's been placed first, that can be a distraction. That's like the thorns that we talk about, um, that just suffocate the word. You know, people are going around panicking about pandemic instead of putting God first and working through that way, that can be a distractive thorn. They can stop them from growing and it can actually suffocate them to the point where literally the coronavirus takes over rather than their own health and what they deserve being first case scenario. Now, comprehending that is all about looking, um, that it's all about looking out with as opposed to looking inward really is a big clue in and of itself, you know, Corona is the outside edge. We've talked about this since the beginning. and So it's looking too much further out. And then when that becomes a virus, rather than what God says and what we should be doing, then there's something that really is fast spreading from one person to another. 
but it's supposed to be God. It's supposed to be what's good that should be fast spreading in terms of viral. There are good viruses. There are bad viruses. Something that is healthy, that is allowing us to gain more wisdom from God and to take more time with God is very, very good in terms of a viral if that's taking impact. But it has to be looked upon in that that way rather than um, looked upon as a negative. Um, and I think from, again, I can't just focus on what I'm seeing out with, otherwise I'd be falling into that that as well. Um, all of these are very good at testing us, you know, our faith and our resolve to place God first above everything and yet get a nice balance with everything too. Now the prayer meditation for this is how have you managed to stay focused on God throughout the pandemic and keep faithful to the robe? Okay. Next one, how can we use firstly the call of God widely and then also the current pandemic to follow the call of God and ensure we check where we are and how to remain focused? And lastly, um, there is a particular scene um, that I've got here on the book that you'll be able to see, but it is one, it's just a beautiful one of the beach here in air. It's so lovely. And the sea, just the sand and the, um, the sunlight shining down across the hills, the sea and the sand. And I put the scene, this scene was here today on the day of writing this really important prayer journal on who placed that robe on you. Before I went out, I actually went through the options of robes in terms of what to wear, as in what coat. And something so simple, again, based on the physical robe. As I walked out and looked down, I was certain and sure that something bright would match my soul and my love for all that Christ has done. The love that I have for the people and this place, the thanksgiving, and the praise, and I knew that even although I wore my black jacket again, nothing can change the way I feel inwardly. It's peaceful and serene, it's happy, and it's hopeful too. I even thought about how I could change or alter some of the attire and start almost dressmaking and customising. There's so many possibilities, and right in the thought of thankfulness, even for such small things, the possibilities that I have, I feel blessed. I know there is so much more though and I'm just getting started and I enjoy these moments of relaxation that I can have deeply in the presence of God which prepares me for the next event or duty. As we are um, coming towards the last prayer meditation, I just wanted to um, get ready for this in a way where um, you'll be able to take time to pause after this. There's quite a lot that we're going through. We've got a lot packed in to these four uh, different broadcasts all ahead of our time to make sure we're tying everything up nice and neatly ahead of Advent. 
So this is the final one and it's this. Take time to plan ahead with God. Surrendered, of course, to how things can go. Keep the robe of righteousness on as you do so. What is it in God that you are called towards? To pray about, to think and ponder on, to say or to do between now and the next four weeks. If you think about it, the next four weeks are really literally heading up now to um to Christmas to the twenty-fifth. So what is it between now and then now and Christmas? That's the focus. What between now and Christmas? Whilst we plan ahead and surrendered, of course, to how things can go. And we have to be surrendered because, well, here what we're doing is um, we're going through this. It's almost like a reset. It is like a reset. You know, being in tier four, we've got the lockdown. We're taking that social distance, that physical distance, but even a social distance. And it's in that period of time that there's a reset that we can take, uh, clear everything up. And you never even know. It might entirely shift the pandemic out of the way the way that it impacts people might shift entirely there is that possibility but that all comes from time communing with God what is it that God wills in this situation what is it that we are able to co-create with God keeping that robe of righteousness on as we do even as things may change maybe Christmas might change to a huge level or maybe it may go back to normal again this is all going to be um regarding the results that we gain from this time that we have during these next four weeks we really need to focus with god on what we're called towards what we're called to pray about to think and to ponder on and to say or to do between now and these next four weeks blessings and do join me on Sunday kicking off the Advent um, just right before Advent Saturday the 28th of November 2020 it's um, a great time it's my parents um, wedding anniversary as well so it's that's a really great day for that but it's also about preparing us ahead of Advent which will start on the 29th the very next day that preparation stage for God coming even more so into our lives from Advent on, but we don't know. It could happen anytime. Um, you know, it even happened in a in a huge way on Remembrance uh, Sunday for me. Remember, we need to be ready. We need to be at the ready. So as our communion deepens with God, we do need to be at the ready, but. Being at the ready also means having that grace as we talked about as well and just being kind and compassionate with ourselves as we walk through. Um, but it's going to be great to go through the um, the journal 
and um, that Christmas Advent prayer set and journal that we have with each other over those nine consecutive days from the 29th. Okay, so we'll be working on that on Sunday the 29th, Monday the 30th, Tuesday the 1st of December that will take us in. So Tuesday will be the very beginning of December there. So then Wednesday the 2nd. And it's going to take us all the way up to Monday the 7th of December. Okay, that will be our ninth day of the live Facebook videos. And we're saying 4 o'clock, be ready, it could change. But that'll be 4 p.m. United Kingdom time, Scotland time here. And you can check on the world clock to find out when that is for you. A link will be here for the um, macho prayer set and journal. Pop that there. Okay. I'm just having a look at some of the information. Okay, so. It's beautiful how um, this ends up. Oh my goodness. Now, as we say that it will be, it will actually begin on the 29th. And it'll take us all the way up to, I said, did I say Tuesday? It's Monday the 7th that it will take us up to. Now on the 6th, it's just amazing that we're actually going to be going through this time. So the 6th of December 2020 is going to be St. Nicholas Day. And then on Monday, it is St. Ambrose Bishop and Doctor, a memorial there. And the really important part of this is that between this day, like before it and after it, we've got the day of St. Nicholas on the Sunday, and then the day after um, our Facebook Live finishes, we have the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That is amazing that that happens in. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. wonderful what a wonderful time to be doing this great how it just sits so nicely there so i'll place the facebook um link as well on here too and that will all be there for you so have a great day and blessings peace be upon you